fast to 95819 for your shot. 95819. We'll text you back to confirm your entry. Data and messaging rates may apply. It's 4K day at 6, 9, noon, and 3 on 790 KBC. And it is this day before election. 30-minute nonstop news with Lawrence Vaughn. That's right. Midterm elections uh, tomorrow. Everybody's uh, gearing up today. I don't know if you've been on social media. Has anyone actually asked you to vote? <laughs> I, that's I, all anyone's I'll saying. tell you. Here's my like, I have this crazy assessment. First of all, I've had to block 50 texts. They have yeah. no business oh, texting yeah. the my phone. The calling and the texting yeah, is so that, offensive. That is offensive. And here's the craziness of all this. As somebody who's, you know, again, sees both sides, you have each side going, vote, protect the world from these evil people. It's like I, I have uh, yep. Brad Pitt and Leonardo DiCaprio saying the world depends on your vote. Like, hey, I want protection from people like you. Why? <laughs> what do you mean? I, I am going to go vote. I don't so know why guys like so you, sure that you're on their side. Yeah. Why would you, if you go vote, you might be voting against to protect yourself from people like you who have the hubris to tell me what to think. Yeah. That is so crazy. Yeah. As opposed to saying. Let's all engage in the practice of democracy. May the collective will be expressed and the losers be, you know, you may have to lick your wounds, but good luck next time. That's it. The other thing that I find offensive is uh, to tell me to vote down ballot. I will vote who what I think is best. I mean, in in many cases, I I vote for both parties, you know, Uh, here in California. I don't think the Democrats have done a great job, but on the federal level, I I might want to. We're in utopia now, Lauren. How dare you? I hear these Democrats being like, just vote down ballot. Don't don't, you know, vote for person for person. Just vote down ballot. The Democrats need it. The Democrats, you know, the Republicans need to vote down. ballot. I'll decide who I want to vote for. I'm not that stupid that I have to be told to just fill them all in one because I I can't be trusted to decide (laughs) for myself. uh, Yeah, it's. It's offensive on many levels, and thank God by tomorrow, hopefully we'll get a break from it after uh, the election. Okay, starting off, though, with the 30-minute nonstop news blitz, something that you have been screaming from the rooftops is not getting better. It is getting worse. Typhus. Typhus epidemic is now worsened, and Los Angeles' response being criticized as too slow. This typhus typhus epidemic continues to worsen. 107 people now affected. That's just in L.A. How about Long Beach and Pasadena? That's right. Some complaining the city's too slow to take action, including removing heaps of uncollected garbage that are breeding grounds for the disease. Um, a week ago, uh, a man named Fred Yasharpour, he owns a, sa- a, a fabric store in one section of downtown L.A., known as the Typhus Zone now. And a week ago, he called and emailed the city to pick up a mountain of trash on the sidewalk. It is still there. Of course. Um, people who live in the work in the area say uh, the expanded street sanitizing effort is not going far enough. You know, I, I, I had to go somewhere in Hollywood on Saturday, and I, I went by a gigantic heap of trash and garbage and things and, and feces uh, on the sidewalk, and it was coned off and with yellow police tape. Oh, so they have enough time to, no, to cone it off. don't touch this. But not pick it up. Don't, they don't want us to t- don't touch it. Not not because it's infectious. Like, hey, it's somebody's stuff. You dare not touch it. How do you know that's what it was roped off for? That's what it. That's what they sort of seem like. It's like I know this is bothering you, but it, it's somebody's thing. So leave, leave them alone. No. Yeah. No. No, no kidding. No. Sorry, kidding. it's not your things if it's covered in feces and garbage and making us sick. You're yeah. gonna have to give up your things. Yeah. Um. You know, the uh, midterm elections have made some strange bedfellows, as Uh often is the case when it comes to politics. Mm -hmm. Uh, California's Kamala Harris was uh, out campaigning with Gavin Newsom. They were out stumping together for the Democrats. Of course, they were once rivals. Um, But these two top California Democrats hit the campaign trail together um, all over the state 
over the weekend to stump for candidates challenging Republican incumbents in the House. Now, Gavin does enjoy a sizable lead in the gubernatorial race against John Cox. Whom we and, will speak to a little bit later. Yep. And Kamala Harris is looking to use um, the grow- her growing star power in the Democratic Party to rally voters to the polls in traditional Republican strongholds. Take California. a little break right now from the 30-minute nonstop news blitz. Get some traffic from Rhonda Kramer. Thank you, Dr. Drew and Lauren. Eastbound side of the 118 freeway, Sepulveda, working on a crash. And that's where the right lane, along with the on-ramp, are still blocked. Westbound 91 of the 71, earlier crashes cleared from lanes, but that's still a little bit busy coming up from Lincoln. Westbound side of the 10, Fremont to the 710, road work blocking the express lane, busy from Del Mar. Eastbound 60, right at Valley Way, they're working out a gravel spill, leaving only the carpool lane open, jammed here from Pedley. And southbound side of the 5 at Alicia Parkway, just cleared that disabled truck, cleared from lanes just a couple of minutes ago, so it's improving nicely. I'm Rhonda Kramer, Talk Radio 790 KABC. Thank you, Laura. Thank you, Rhonda. It's time back to the 30-minute nonstop news blitz with Lawrence Vaughn. As three separate migrant caravans are slowly making their way north through Mexico on Saturday, uh, newly arrived U.S. troops were working to lay barbed wire fencing along the Texas side of the Rio Grande. These soldiers worked with U.S. Customs and Border Patrol officers to lay about a 1,000 feet of fencing along the river, according to the Defense Department, and this makeshift barrier was installed underneath the McAllen-Hidalgo International Bridge. That's the bridge that crosses into Mexico. The overpass is uh, in the small town of Hidalgo. It's just 250 miles south of San Antonio. So Ami Horowitz embedded himself there for 10 days with the with the encampment. I'm sorry, who did? Ami Horowitz, he's a guy that makes these videos, they're just sort of provocative videos. And okay. he's, he's going to post a video. When he does, he's going to get come on the show with us. He's been, he comes on periodically. And he said, remember I kept asking, where's the food and water coming from? Mm-hmm. He said, you have no idea how organized this is and how much money is, is spent. Mm. They have gigantic pallet trucks just for water. They spent a million dollars on water alone for, wow. the, for this group. There's and food. who's the they? It's, he, he's going to put it up on the video. It wasn't clear with me. It's an organization, a, you know, a political organization that raised a ton of money. And they're being moved on pallet trucks and buses. It's they should highly be responsible organized. for the sickness and illness that these people. Well, have they are there have roving hospitals with the group. I mean, think about that: roving doctors and hospitals coming with them. He's going to put this all up in the video. And I said, Ami, here's what you got to do: there are people living on the streets of Los Angeles yeah. that, that need yeah. a, that need asylum. They're being mistreated by the city, the, the county, the police, the the uh, education, the uh, the uh, healthcare system. Take a thousand of them and go up to Canada and get asylum for them. And he's going to do it. Oh, really? And he's going to Vancouver because they have injectable heroin sites there and a lot of people have heroin eggs so they can get their heroin too. Fantastic. Thousand, thousand need yeah, asylum. It goes both ways. Everyone. I'm telling you, these people you're abusing, you're allowing them to languish in the street with infectious disease. I don't even they care need that. asylum. As a, as a, if you're a, a person living in the, in the U.S. struggling, that you cannot afford the basic necessities and you see these. Uh, migrants being taken That's care abuse. of. I like, need asylum. I, I I absolutely would lose my mind. Yeah. I mean, well, how do you not lose your mind? You're here. You're paying taxes. You're you're trying to make ends meet, and these people are getting free everything, and they're not citizens, and they're going to push their way into the and, country. And supposedly. somebody raised enough money to provide water at the tune of a million and dollars moving hospitals water. and moving hospitals. No. Okay, great. Yeah. Well done. How about our homeless people that are dying of typhus on the streets of Los Angeles? I say they need asylum. Let's go to Canada. Hmm. Oh boy. All right. Um. The uh, some student groups are furious at Cal State Long Beach. Why? Because it supports the First Amendment. Yes, we've officially lost our minds, everyone. Um, 
That's been official for some they, time. Uh, yeah. Student groups are uh, arguing that uh, freedom of speech hurts other people's feelings. Oh, my God. Yep. They're condemning freedom of speech, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, a TPUSA hosted conservative publics, Charlie Kirk and Candace Owens, who were greeted by some 200 demonstrators protesting outside the venue. This is at uh, Cal State Long Beach. The activists chanted phrases such as go home fascists and say it loud, say it clear. Immigrants are welcome here. The day before, President Connolly had sent a reminder email to the campus community about what the First Amendment is all about, noting free speech rights must be respected and protected, meaning anyone attempting to thwart Kirk and Owens would be dealt with. Hey, this did not sit well with the progressive CSULB groups. According to the Daily 49er, two days after the event, the coalition comprised of organizations such as the Black Student Union, La Raza Student Association, Queers and Allies, and the Young Democratic Socialists of America published a statement condemning Connolly, the president of their university, and the administration for failing to protect and support marginalized groups on campus. How? By, by standing speech. up for the First Amendment. No, by he oh, by, was trying uh, by enforcing to it. enforce right. the First Amendment. Right. The institution has proven its negligence and violence once more to our community by allowing Turning Point USA's event to take place on campus. Because, as we know, college students today can't even hear things that they don't agree with because what, they what? feel that that uh, is, what, what is, is it painful what, what, and no. what, violent. When is that enough? Then don't go to college. Don't go to college. That's fine. You, you, you clearly don't, don't have the capacity to exchange ideas. To That's right. I would much rather you not vote either. I would like you to stay home for stay home in your safe padded I, I, bedrooms. Listen, I'm fine with Don't them expressing the themselves world. however they wish because their first amendment. But that's called the be. First Amendment. I know, I know. I would like to pr- do. They protect not understand. It. No, no, they don't. Oh my God, we are so narcissistic. Freedom of speech hurts other people's feelings. That's what their signs say. Yeah, well, that's where it goes. If you are too sensitive to get your feelings hurt, you are not going to make it. Yeah, you're not going to make it. Okay. Single women who are freezing their eggs say they're doing so to, quote, avoid parent panic Hang on. parenting. Hang on. You sure you can tell the story without uh, hurting feelings of some women or one woman uh, on I'm, earth somewhere? I am one of these women. You, I your froze feelings my hurt? Eggs. Are your feelings hurt? Then don't tell the story. This isn't tell. A, I'm hurt. I'm hurt. Wait, I'm hurt. Well, yeah, this isn't oh something God. that's hurting people's feelings. But um, according to a new study... The reason single women are freezing their eggs, those who can do so financially or not for a medical reason, are doing so to avoid panic parenting. And what is panic parenting? Um, Getting into an unwise relationship just to have a genetically related child. Mm -hmm. Like you're running out of time, so you just find any old any old guy to, co- old to copulate dude. with. Get yeah. some decent genes from right. somebody. Yeah, it's true. I, I felt like I was doing it for uh, an insurance you know, it was like insurance. Like, uh, okay. Did you freeze eggs? I froze my eggs. Oh, not good. because I'm, I'm dying to have children and I didn't no, have I a think partner. That's it was a... more because I was so sick of hearing my mother tell me, you have five minutes left. <laughs> you have five minutes. In your clock. You're my <laughs> exactly. Well, good for you. I, Because I... I, I was... uh, by the way, not cheap. Not cheap. It took cheap, a load of cash to do it. But I'll tell you what. Um, it, it frees women from yeah. from that biological it does. clock. And you feel you, you don't have this hanging over your head. Yes, I I wish more women would take advantage of it. I was thinking about If you have the means, it's not easy yeah. and uh it's tough to do if you don't Well, it's it's often women that are in the workplace and are doing well who can't afford it Correct. That, that don't think about it. Don't and, think about it until they're in their 40s, yeah. Right. And the earlier you do it, the more viable the eggs are. 
And the other thing this article was saying is that we need to do a little bit better job of educating women on how likely you are to conceive with one of these frozen That's eggs. That's right. Which they didn't specify in that article, I right. noticed. It's true. Um, I mean, obviously, the more the better, but the earlier, the really, earlier you freeze. the younger the yeah, better. The, the younger, younger the eggs, the better, really. And if you have, if you can, if you can uh, freeze an embryo, if you have chosen it at a genetic source, but if you haven't, careful with the embryo because the dude has has rights, half of and the so rights does the embryo have rights. So it's all kinds of it's craziness. A whole craziness. Crazy yeah. Three things that make you a bad neighbor. Apparently, we don't care about living next door to anyone. That's nice or good or has a nice family. We don't care about that. We just want them to be quiet and leave us alone. <laughs> and I, I agree, right? <laughs> You're going to be that neighbor. I agree. I don't. Well, I don't like nosy neighbors. I don't yeah. like neighbors that are like, oh, I saw your bins were out and you're supposed to pull them back. You know, like that kind of stuff drives me nuts. I'm like, just calm down. Um, but you don't have to be friends with your neighbor to be a good neighbor. Only 14% of people said being a good friend was vital to being a good neighbor. Hmm. I agree. I think the best neighbors are the ones that you know the least about, right? You just live your life. We all live together on the same street or whatever. We don't have to be pals. I don't have to know about, you know, every little well, milestone your yeah, kids I, are going through. Unfortunately, whatever. I don't disagree with you. However, the idea that, that there was supportive community and networks within neighborhoods is not a bad thing. Well, I like, yeah, that they look out and they're like, hey, I saw a guy prowling around. Hey, That's the, important. You know what? But. I'm just thinking the reason we really don't have that anymore is because it's not as though people of a certain age gather and, you know, like young families are on the same block or older people. That's say, right. It's all mixed it's all up. Mixed. And, and so people don't have common There's sort of issues. Not the same types of communities there were that, that centered we, around church or centered around a yeah. pub in, in England, and you know, they, everybody got together in the same place to kind of swap stories and gossip. We don't do that anymore. Okay, Laura, we don't, we don't go to the bar to get... <laughs> Well, that, I mean, the pub wasn't just a bar. It was like a place where everybody yeah, I agree. I got agree together. You. No, know? I agree with you, and I think we need to do more of that. So let's all go to the bar. Let's let's bring pub, pub culture back, everyone. <laughs> I'm down. Um, this is going to, I don't know if it's going to outrage you, it outraged me. Um, there's criticism and concerns because the FDA has approved a new opioid that is 10 times more powerful than fentanyl. Yeah. Why? Why? Because the Pentagon asked for it. Hmm. Well, I guess the idea is you can deliver it in the field, you know, for people that are. That's what they're struggling. saying. They needed yeah. a single dose of painkiller yeah. for people that were um, injured, military members that are injured. But I just worry once it's out there, once it's approved, why wouldn't? Um, yeah. Well, pain pain doctors get a hold of it. People will make synthetic yeah, versions and possibly, or dangerous versions. Of possibly, it. but the the bigger issue is controlling its distribution, and and just because it's a hundred times stronger, hundred or a thousand times, hundred times. Hundred or a thousand? Ten. Ten times. It, it, you just but adjust, isn't fentanyl ten times more strong than yeah, it's heroin? Yeah, it's a hundred times. But but you just but you just adjust the dose. You know what I mean? To talk about right, but it just ten, seems so easy to OD on something like this. It so is if we can get it through. But again, if it's that strong, their dilution only, only gets available is highly diluted. What I'm wondering is if it's very long acting or something, and that's why they want to use. I it. think so. Yeah. yeah. So that, that's a little different. It's a single dose applicator. Um, and these unique, the drug is called Desuvia, I think. It's spelled weird. Um, it's a tablet version of an opioid marketed for intravenous delivery, oh, well, but it's administered good. under the tongue using a specially developed single dose applicator. Oh. These unique features well, make that's... the medicine well suited for the military and therefore was a priority for the Pentagon. Yes, I would agree with it. Sue fentanyl. It's, it's a fentanyl derivative. It's okay. fentanyl. It's just another kind of fentanyl. That's all. There you have it. Yeah. All right. Um, L.A. is trying to fix its prostitution problem. How? 
by banning right turns at night. I saw that. The battle to take back streets from street walkers, one illegal turn at a time. Mm. So they say it's working. If you if they they have signs now bolted to street lamps in these areas where prostitution is quite um, popular. Uh, no right turns, twelve midnight to seven a.m. It's basically because people are turning off the road when they see someone on the corner. So if that's what's going to stop them from bringing up a prostitute, well, it, like a, a moving violation, no, that no, seems no, crazy no, no, no. But if the cops see them slowing down to make a right turn and they make the right turn, they can they can get them because anybody that's sort of trolling along the curb is somebody looking for a prostitute, right? And so they they, they stand on the corner. So if you go there, but I mean, if you see a guy there, get a prostitute into the car, can't you go? Get I, I think so. So what I'm saying is, is this gonna is this gonna prevent people from looking for no. prostitutes? Because you're gonna say, oh, I don't want the moving violation. No. I want to go get no, no, laid no, no, or no, whatever. No, no. <laughs> I think it's just gonna help the cops. <laughs> I see. So just identify, identify, identify them, yes, them more, yes. and pull them have have a justification to pull them over. Ah, okay, got it. Um, guess who is moving out and into Los Angeles? The results might. Surprise you. Yeah. This is a new report from Build Zoom and the Turner Center for Housing Innovation at UC Berkeley. And all these studies have been put together and they've concluded that the number of people moving out of and all of California is higher than the number of people moving in. The study goes further, examining where new residents are coming from and where outgoing residents are headed. And according to the data, um, the five most popular urban areas where L.A. residents moved to between 2010 and 2016 were the San Francisco Bay Area, San Diego, Las Vegas, Phoenix, and Dallas. Now, the key finding here is that the places where L.A. residents were moving to varies quite a bit depending on your income. If you are doing well, you're going to move to San Francisco Bay, where the housing crisis is even worse up there. But if you're not, you're going to move to a cheaper housing market like Vegas or Phoenix or Dallas, apparently. The most popular destination for those who moved away from Los Angeles... Las Vegas. ...was the San Francisco Bay area. Oh, that's right. Mm-hmm. Well, it's if, you're, if you have money. If you, you don't have money, money, it's Las Vegas. Yeah, if you have money. Yeah. Interesting. So here's why the end of daylight saving time makes some people feel like, like garbage. I... I was confused. Multiple people yesterday were like, oh, yeah, I'm so out of it because of daylight savings. I was like, it's one hour. What is the problem? Like, why is everybody complaining it, it, about this? It made me but weird. But apparently there's a, there's a scientific reason behind this. It's, it's the light issue, right? Well, How half much? a million Americans suffer from a condition known as seasonal affective disorder mm-hmm. or SAD. Mm-hmm. Somewhere between 10 and 20% have a milder form called seasonal blues. And apparently... If you're in longer periods of darkness, you can be fatigued, lose interest in things, and develop a lack of motivation. It's really interesting. It's very interesting. It's really easy to induce that. And I, I noticed yesterday I was I was off, and I and I was off because of the the light, the way the light was affecting me. It really was weird. Really? I'm sure of it because I was like, what, what? I got an wrong? extra hour of sleep. I felt amazing. But I in the afternoon I was like, what's wrong? What's going on? Oh, oh, it's getting dark. It's weird. It's four thirty, and it's getting dark. It's weird. Hmm. So. Hey, let's uh, do this. Let's stop for some uh, traffic with Rhonda Kramer. Thank you, Dr. Drew and Lauren. Westbound side of the 10 at Lincoln, still working on a crash in the right lane. And that backing up toward 20th Street and 118 East, straight around Sepulveda, also working on an accident here. Well, that's where the right lane and along with the on-ramp, that's also blocked. Westbound side of the 10, Fremont to the 710, you got road work in the express lane, backing up here to Del Mar. And South Hollywood Freeway, getting busy at Vermont, continues busy in a downtown, but finding all lanes open. I'm Roger Kramer, Talk Radio 790 KABC.
Thank you, Rondi. We're in the middle of three-minute nonstop news blitz. A reminder, you have a chance to win $1,000 four times a day. It's 4K a day on 790 KBC. You could be just like Peggy Masudi Musetti from Fountain mm. Valley. She won $1,000. Listen at 6 and 9 with Doug and Leanne here at noon with us. Three with Julian and John. Hear the national keyword. Text it to 95819. It is 4K a day on 790 KBC. It is so simple. Do not text and drive, but do listen to win. 4K a day on 790 KBC. For rules and info, go to kbc.com slash contest rules. It is the three-minute nonstop news blitz. Well, you know the old story when dad gets too old to run the family business, he'll hand it down to his sons, they take over, and apparently the same goes for drug cartels. El Chapo's sons are now running his drug empire. Nepotism. <laughs> I say nepotistic. True. Um, El Chapo's sons remain in charge of his vast drug trafficking empire, according to a recent letter from the U.S. attorneys preparing to try uh, El Chapo, or Joaquin Guzman is his real name, appearing to try his case. Uh, the communication to federal judge Brian Cogan goes on to deliver a dire warning regarding the safety of any witnesses who testify against the drug lord at the trial. There is no doubt that the defendant and his cartel have the capability, the resources, and the will to harm cooperating witnesses and their families even after they have been relocated. Apparently his Jeez. sons... Have the same ambition and, and go-getter attitude yeah, go -getter as attitude. dad. Oh, my God. I mean, the psychopathy? That the part. psychopathy is very similar. You know, psychopath is, you know, true psychopathy is an inherited disorder. There you go. Parts. There we go. Um, this is a story about this woman on a plane, Dr. Fatima Cody. And apparently the flight attendants questioned whether or not she was a doctor when she tried to help a sick passenger because she was black. She is black. Excuse you know, me. I, I don't know that that's I, I read this story very carefully and I look at her picture. Mm -hmm. She looks young. I look that young. She she looks young. And when I was a young physician, I had the exact same thing happen to me repeatedly. Are you sure you you actually have your license now? You're you're a real now you are a real that happens all the time to physicians early in their career. She does, all right. I'm just telling you, it, it it happened. Now it might be because she was of African descent. She believes it's because. She's but African I'm descent, telling but you, maybe maybe you're right. Do not be surprised if you maybe hear that right. they say that. I could she, see you getting questioned. You look oh, really young. When I was really young, I really looked really yeah, young. Yeah, sure, you look like a, and, and, like and, Doogie Howser to and, the rescue. And, and every time I would get that, they go, "Well, <laughs> I guess you're just a Doogie Howser." Like, just get on my way, let me work. And so it, it would happen, and I and it never did. I go, "Oh, I'm so offended! How dare you!" I never once happened. All the time. Happened to me not just on planes and things like that. It happened to me when I walked into the hospital rooms. Oh. And it happened all the time. Wow. And so that's the way it goes. You know, when you look young, you're be thankful. That's all. And just get about your business. Well, she says that she carries around her medical license because she heard uh, about another case, Dr. Tamika Cross, another black physician who was asked for her credentials while she was trying to assist a passenger they, on another they, Delta They're flight. required to do that. I, I was asked for my credentials on a flight. Yeah, okay. They, they so she showed it to them, and then the flight attendant said, is this your license? And she well, said, weird. why would I carry someone else's medical license Yeah, that's around? weird. It's a bit much. But they are, I believe, yeah, I, I they're, they're, by they policy, they're required to see your credentialing. And then if you look young, they're like, well, does it, and by the way, in certain states, you know, when you get your license, are you, you're not really, are you really licensed yet? Or are that, you that, yeah, you're you yeah, exactly. That's all they're asking. I get it. Um, the future of legal marijuana, Canadian greenhouses could mean cheaper and safer pot. Yay. Um, across Canada, gleaming glass greenhouses that once grew produce for consumers are being retrofitted with air filters and light-blocking shades. Gone are the tomato plants and peppers. In their place, Aww. tens of thousands of sun-grown uh. cannabis plants. 
as well as hundreds of farm workers transplanting, watering, trimming, and packaging this pot. Experts say these highly sophisticated operations going on up there are the future of marijuana production internationally. And the hope is that they will drive the price of pot so low that black marketers will have to give up. Hmm, interesting. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. I, I kind of dig that. Because right now it's still way more expensive than if you buy it on the street. That's interesting. But there's going to be so much that they hope Drives you won't down. have to. Hmm. Yeah. Um, apparently decorating for the holidays earlier can make you happier. Mm. I don't mind people decorating early. I, I mind when the holiday's over and you just have like a rotting pumpkins yeah, that, out on that's your... that's no good. Yeah. But, but, but by holidays, they mean Christmas holidays, I assume right? Christmas. And I don't and, mind lights. Who well, doesn't like but, lights? But what's earlier? After Halloween? After Halloween. It's Christmas already. Yes. Oh. Christmas time, everyone. All right. Get your lights on. Okay. Participants in the study were shown houses covered in holiday decor compared to those were, were that were not to assess their quote-unquote sociability. When your neighbor starts to break out the inflatable Santa and giant candy canes, just smile and wave. It could give you uh, less stress and anxiety to stare at that. Hmm. God, I just I just flashed on something that caused me great stress and anxiety. I came up last year out of Rockefeller Center subway on the night that the um, tree. No, that Saks opened their windows. Uh-huh. You know, a mob the size of you can't. Oh imagine. yeah, there's lines for hours. Not mobs. You couldn't move. Just you come up to the street just to look at the windows, the Disney All window stores. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that did not make me relieve my no, stress. No, New York uh, is not magical during the holidays. I'll say that. Uh, I grew up there. But between the shoppers and you just, if you work in Midtown, it is an absolute horror show. Everybody has bags. They're banging into you. It's it's a nightmare. It is. <laughs> it's not joyful. Um, according to a court, California's county medical examiners can no longer do uh Exa- no longer do examinations on children's genitals and rectums. These would be children removed from their homes on suspicion of abuse. What? They won't be able to do these routines without a court order or consent from their parents. And this is according to a U.S. appeals court. Now, they, they're calling this invasive. The medical examinations performed, um, even in cases in which sexual abuse was not suspected, violated the U.S. Constitution. I, what? I, you wait, know, wait, explain to me again. What? A California county. Yeah. Uh, this oh, just one to county. Be, it happened to be San Diego County. Okay, this county. Cannot routinely examine the genitals and rectums of children removed from homes on suspicion of abuse without a court order or consent from how their the parents. How the heck are we going to determine yeah. these things? If the parents are the ones doing the abuse, how would oh you be God. able to help these kids? And then how long does it take to get a court order? And who's? Oh, my God, what a mess. The ruling came in a lawsuit filed by two parents, Mark and Melissa Mann, who were not notified when their four children were examined by a doctor at a temporary shelter, mm. um, the Polinsky Children's Center, after the county removed them from their home in 2010. I, I understand the, the complaint. I get that. But there should be some procedure that... There has to be. Yeah, that allows there has for to be. that. If your kid yeah. was removed... For suspicion of abuse, uh-huh. we have to be able to know what's going on. You don't, it's just like the rape stories, when you don't collect the data, you can't, yep. you, later There's you're screwed. Useless. Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Ugh. Last story. A dog walker pulled an in- unconscious woman from a burning car. This happened in San Dimas, and now they're being hailed as a hero. This man pulled this woman from her burning car just after it was. What was that? What? Oh, you didn't hear that? Someone got in my ear and uh, it wasn't mumbled me. something. It wasn't oh. me. Um, the solo car crash took place about 6 as Sebastian Picardi was walking down San Dimas Canyon Road near Caballo Ranch. 
uh, Ranch Road, the Los Angeles County Sheriff's Department said he witnessed a 2015 Mustang crash into a concrete barrier, the steel guardrail there, and then um, he secured his dog when he saw the car burst into flames. Oh, my God. He yelled for another bystander to call 911. He rushed toward the wreck. He found 63-year-old uh, woman inside who had been knocked unconscious oh my and gosh. rescued her. Amazing. That's nice. I like that story. All right, we'll end with that one, yes? Yes. Thank you, Lauren, for the 30-minute nonstop news blitz. In mere moments after the news break, we will bring in our friend and KBC News contributor Jim Roop to talk to us about TSA's new screening technology. They'll screen us from 25 feet away. Why don't they screen us while we're in line then? That'd be awesome. Forget those, you know, lining up, pushing through. Maybe they can screen the – I'm, I'm all into these new technologies. I'm up for it. Let's do it. Got a lot more show to go as well. Uh, we have representatives from the Republican National Committee. We have somebody from the U.S. Uh, Congress Democratic Strategist and gubernatorial candidate John, John Cox. It is Midday Live with Lawrence Vaughn and Dr. Drew. This is Talk Radio 790 KBC 800-222-5222. Be a part of the conversation after we get a little news from Jeff Whittle. The next 30-minute non-stop news blitz is at 4 with Jillian Barbary and John Phillips on 790-KABC where the News Watch never stops. KABC News, live and local 